no, don't do that. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just took like a really deep breath for no reason. You are so lame. Okay, do over. Hi, welcome. This is Sex with Solette. I'm Solette, so you can probably guess why you're here. And today we're going to be talking about uh, limits and safe words. I have Joseph here with me to help discuss the science side of things. Hello. Did you just wave? I did. I did. I don't know why. They can't see you. I, I realize that now. This is what you get when you work with someone who does YouTube videos. Yeah, I know. Okay, so when you're discussing limits, the most important thing is that everything be safe, sane, and consensual. That is like the hallmark of good sex. Safe, sane, and consensual. Breathe. It's okay. So what are limits? Limits are where your fun ends. That's a good way of wording it, actually. Thank you. I thought I was brilliant. Oh, God. Uh, What types of limits are there? There's soft limits and hard limits. Soft limits are things that you are tentatively saying no to. Like, um... I probably don't want to get pissed on. Probably. Interesting example. Interesting example. We can talk about this, but it's probably not going to happen. A hard limit is like, hey, there's no fucking way you're branding me. That's never going to happen. That went to a place. You know, branding's a hard limit for me. What can I say? It's fine. That's <laughs> it's never going to happen. Fine. So, uh, this is not the first time we've had this discussion because it's important to discuss your limits prior to any activity and continue that discussion over time. Because, so, I guess, like, people need to know that, like, we sleep together then. Well, yeah, I suppose. Uh, this is <laughs> not, like, necessarily important, but yes, for the record. Uh, Just saying. Oh, no, I'm not saying, like, you're not important. You're my sweetie. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, uh, it's important to discuss them over time because limits are mutable. They change over time. Like, for example, with that soft limit, you're saying, I'm not really cool with getting pissed on. But, like, five years later, you might, yeah, I don't know, see some really good porn and think, you know, that's something I might not mind trying so much after all. Right. You're still and never going to brand me, though. And it can work in the opposite direction, too. Because you can try something once and discover you hate it, you know, and never, ever want to do it again. And it goes from kind of a soft limit to a harder limit, just in the same way. Right, but then you're branded, and there's nothing you can do about that. Well, I'm not just talking about branding, damn it. <laughs> you're stuck on branding <laughs> for some reason. I don't, I don't know. <sighs> I guess what I, uh, one of the main important things is to stress a respect for limits. You have a, your partner should respect your limits. And a good communication about limits is right. actually really important. Just as much as respecting each other's limits, knowing each other's limits is important. There are lots of ways you can do this. You can just have a candid discussion or if you have good Google foo. You can find really nice lists out there that are comprehensive. I think I found one with like 200 different potential activities on it. Oh, goodness. That was a long list. 
It was. It was fun, though. I didn't know some of the things that were on there. Like, I got to pig play, and, like, I laughed so hard I snorted. Which is funny for, like, multiple reasons, really. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sorry. I'm ruining the flow. You are. You're ruining the flow, but I'm going to shut up for a minute because I want you to come in with a science interlude. Oh, okay. Um, And talk to me about adrenaline. Okay. All right. Well, uh, adrenaline, it's a simple enough thing. It's a hormone your body produces. Okay. It's made in the adrenal glands, which who cares, but in conditions of stress, which can be good or bad stress, it increases rates of blood circulation, breathing and carbohydrate metabolism, which kind of prepares your muscles for extra or strenuous work. And this is actually really important to think about when dealing with sex and sexuality. Uh, Testosterone and adrenaline play a huge part in sexual attraction and sexual intercourse of all sorts, kinky or not. Um, I think you said it helps increase lubrication in women. No, for, for women, it increases lubrication. Uh, it helps relax the vaginal and anal walls, which can make penetration easier for both sexes. It can help maintain your erection. Uh, I guess that only really counts for men. It does actually help engorge the, the clitoris, which will actually make that a little more sensitive. Did you say clitoris? Yeah, I did. I don't know why. Oh, well. Clitoris. <laughs> There's a snort. Oh, God, kill me now. Uh, it all, it uh, For kinky people. And not kinky people, really. It also helps increase pain tolerances, which can make some activities even more pleasurable and longer lasting. So, okay. So I'm why not going to live that pronunciation down for like the rest of my life? Am I? No, it's no. recorded now. I know it's I know. on record. Oh well, it happens. I'll say other dumb shit. I'm sure. Okay, so why is it important that we talk about adrenaline when we're talking about limits? Because one way to define your limits, and it's perhaps one of the most important ways, is to have a safe word. Um, This is not just for kinky people. It can be useful for people who are having, you know, sweet, gentle, love-making vanilla sex, too. But a safe safe word is a a word or phrase that you use to end... Whatever is happening. Right. It's, it's, um, it's a good signifier that maybe not just end, but slow down in, in some cases. Okay, I'm getting to that. Okay, my, my fault. My fault. This, we don't have a script, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I do have an outline. Thank you. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> I, I organized this beforehand. So, it's a word or phrase that's used to end whatever is happening at the moment. This is necessary because sometimes when you're playing, you're having super fun, and you find yourself saying, no, 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 please stop. And why are you doing that? Adrenaline. Very true. Very true. Adrenaline. It kicks in that fight or flight response, and you're like, mouth is saying, no, please stop. But what you really mean is, oh my God, don't ever stop. And sometimes you saying no is just fun. It's part of the game. Okay, that's cool. I'm not kink shaming you. Say no all you want. Have a safe word first, though. 
right. have a word or phrase that is intended to instantly stop this. And it has to be something that is really unusual. Mine's posy. Right. Something that would not occur in regular conversation ever. Because you don't want to accidentally say it in the midst of anything. Right. It's really important that that word holds a special meaning in the relationship you have with the other person or persons in the act you're performing. Because you you need everyone to understand that word carries weight. And when you hear that particular word, things need to slow or stop immediately. A lot of people also use what's called the color system. And it's a stoplight. It's, I mean, they taught you this in preschool. Red means stop. Yellow means slow down. Green means go. So either you, one partner or the other, can do a color check. Like, hey, you green? No, I'm yellow. Slow down. Discuss what's going on. See what needs to be adjusted. Or, you know, you're in the middle of, I don't know, flogging. Flogging's fun. Maybe they go a little too hard. I know. I thought about flogging. Got excited? (laughs) What can I say? Uh, And, and, you know, maybe they they hit you a little too hard or in the wrong place. Oh, my God. Maybe in the wrong place. You say red real quick and they stop. Right. You know, and, and then they can check up on you and see what needs to be done. Right. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, I want to play with gags. I know. I was thinking that too. Isn't that weird? I I definitely was thinking that with all you're talking. <laughs> so, what do you do? How do you have a safe word when you're gagged? Well, you can't really. Is the problem right? Because you can't. You're you're gagged. The whole point is for you to shut the fuck up. So what you would do is, in that event, you have a signal or a sign that you can use that is, again, something unmistakable so that they know, your partner knows, when to stop playing. Right. I keep saying playing, but, you know, when to stop activity. Yeah. For example, you could hold... I know, but I hate calling it a scene. I do, I do too. It makes do it too. sound like the it's theater. Like I, I also hate the term vanilla, remember? Because of how much I love vanilla. And I don't know. Anyway, so like for example, you could hold a set of keys in your hand. And when you drop the keys or jingle the keys, that means stop. Um, there could be a particular snapping or a hand signal. Right. Um, I've also seen... Um, Folded up handkerchiefs. Because if you're, let's say, you're tied and gagged to a bed, so dropping a set of keys may not make enough noise. You hold a bound up... uh, Like a scrunched up? A scrunched up handkerchief. And when you release it, you know, it it creates a big visual signifier that you need to stop. Well, you'd want to pick one that has like a really bright color. Well, yeah. Like red. Yeah. I mean... Something very obvious and visual, you know. There's a whole bunch of different ways of doing that. And another important thing you want to do with the signals is make sure that you can't accidentally throw out these symbols. Like, the thing with jingling keys is that you can accidentally jingle keys even when you're having just a good time. Dropping the keys, 
You know what I mean? Or like throwing them or, across the room, r- which well, I did once. That's true. That's true. You know, that that's the kind of... You want a, a, a blunt signifier that's going to have a definite, this is the signal. We are done, buddy. Right. Exactly. No, I mean, we're done. That's the end of my outline. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Try again next week. Uh, no. <laughs> Um, this is our first podcast, and I'm super excited to be talking to whoever wants to listen to this. Thank you so much. You're my new friend. Um, I wanted to let you guys know that we have a Facebook page. Uh, did I mention this podcast is called Sex with Solette? You did. I think I did at the beginning. You did. I hope so, because this would be a bad time to be introducing myself. Um, we have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter. Both are... You can search for Sex with Solette. They'll be in the description of the podcast, too. And uh, there's also... What else did I make? Oh, my goodness. I made so much stuff. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, we made a Patreon. Just in case anybody feels like helping us out. uh, We have very poor equipment. (laughs) It's sort of sad, really. Like the Tiny Tim of microphones. Uh... Anyway, it's been fun. I feel like I should have like a an outro, like a catchphrase or something, though. Like, was it good for you? <laughs> was it good for you? <laughs> no, don't do that. Be safe. Be sexy. That's good. That's oh, good. I like that. I'm keeping it. Be safe. Be sexy.